Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan Cast NBA Free Agency Edition. Uh, Max, happy late 4th of July. How you doing? Happy 5th. I'm doing good. I had some freedom <laughs> pupusas. It was awesome. Since some really what? Freedom papusa. You know what a papusa is? Yeah. Well, what, some freedom what's freedom ones. about it? I don't know. That's what this form of my work was saying. So I was like, all right, we'll call, I'll, I'll coin it. But no, I spent some time with the fam, popped up, popped off some fireworks, all fingers intact. Shout out to that. Shout out to JPP. I wasn't going to go there, but one did, guys. <laughs> good guy Max is in effect. No cursing this podcast. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Uh, my fourth was cool. Um, I ended up getting really bad sunburn, dude. My fucking shoulders are fucking toast. Can I see him? So, wow, you didn't even let me see him. I'm I mean, look. I mean, it's. It's red, Ooh. bro. I don't know if you can see that. My uh, but... my farmer's tan was not a big hit on my uh, sock line. <laughs> sock line? Yeah, not a not oh, a hit man. during this trip. I mean, I'm getting tanned up, man. My forehead is kind of burnt. I mean, that I'm, hairline I'm going a little back, back. Hey, man, my it's almost it's almost ending up like the Max special right there. But... <laughs> that Caruso, <laughs> that Caruso. Hey, but um. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, if you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, comment down below as I fix my mic real quick. Um, free agency, dude. Th- this is what this whole pod is going to be about. It's kind of sad, Max, because I feel like after this little KD drama goes somewhere, which we're going to get into, um, after this, there's really nothing for about two months. We're gonna hit the dead period of sports. This is really the last like juicy stuff, unless the NFL wants to. Unless you love baseball, it's kind of dry. It is dry. I mean, baseball's cool, but I mean, it is like in the middle of the grind, so it's not really the same. Like people are already getting to a point where baseball is like, ah, oh, when the fuck is October gonna hit? Yeah, they already they've already played too many games. Um, yeah. One, I don't know how to feel about free agency anymore. I feel like it used to be really awesome and you'd be like really excited, but just the agents and Woj and have just ruined it. Isn't know? that so weird? I mean, I feel I mean, like they're going to punish the Knicks, right? But yeah, it, like that's where you draw the line. That's this is where like yeah. all these other guys who's like PJ Tucker, who was signed like six days before free agency opened. No. I just don't get it, Juan. I, I just wish there was like a little bit more, more like mystery in the air. And I'm getting to a point with the NBA where like these guys are ridiculous, bro. They ask for too much money. The max contract, I think, is broken. And they're talking about how do we fix this in the next CBA? How do we fix guys demanding out? Well, it's never going to change because all these owners cave to the guys. And I mean, we'll right. get into it later, but I have some thoughts about some of these contracts. And I'm just like, why? Was yeah? Was did Zion Williamson walk in with a 357 Magnum to your head and say, "Offer it, or else"? Right. I I just don't get it. I I want to say the number of max contracts given out. Uh, all these players have amounted up to 1.2 billion dollars given out. The NBA players are getting paid indeed. And it's not it's not like the NFL where it's the top heavy. Like if you're elite talent in the NFL, you're gonna get paid. And or actually, I'll take that back. If you're not a premium position in the NFL, you're not gonna get paid to the amount of these wide receivers and quarterbacks. In the NBA, you can be a low-level player and you're gonna get paid at least like what max 10 mil. You know, I mean, for to, to be like, like a rotational to, player, I feel like you're kind of thinking too old. I think you're, that's numbers up to 15 million. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have right. a whole list of just people who got paid like, just looking like Yusuf Nurkic. He's serviceable. He's getting paid t- like 15 to 18 million a year, and it's like, really? That that's what we're gonna bank on, right? I mean, we did get it's, some trades, which was cool. Um, you know, what really stood out to me was like a lot of guys resigned. There was very few guys who left for the big money. And the one guy that did, I feel like, you know, that team is just tortured by paying the wrong person at the wrong time. Yeah. So. 
Well, let's go over some of the max signings. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll start off there because this is it's a lot of shit, man. Um, free agency's been going on for about three days, so we're three days behind. I want to just list off these max players and whatever thoughts and opinions that we have, we'll shoot at it. So first one, uh, Jokic re-ups with the Nuggets, get a max, max contract, five five years, $264 million. Bradley Beal, five for 251. Zion, like you mentioned earlier, five for 231. Carl Anthony Towns, four for 224. Zach Levine, five for 215. Devin Booker, four for 214. John Morant, five years for 193. Darius Garland for the Cavs, five years, 193. And and Freeney Simmons, your boy Simon. from the Bl- and Simons. And Freeney Simons. Yeah, it's not a it's not a max, but it's just ridiculous how much they yeah. paid this guy. <laughs> so four years for one hundred. So wh- which one sticks out to you, Juan? Like which ones are you like? Well deserved. I applaud. That's a good that's a good like contract for the team. The obvious one is Jokic. I mean, you you have to resign. You you have to give him the max contract, back to back MVP. Uh, that's a no brainer. The one that sticks out to me that's super questionable, and this is why this organization should be stripped of their team, <laughs> is the Wizards with Bradley Beal. Okay. It's so head scratching. We're kind of alluding to it before the pod, before we press record. Um. It's just a guy that you don't want to pay. And okay. Me and no. you were talking about it. it you kind of gave me the idea. You said Kemba Walker, who is like, it's a it's a little bit lesser of a scale. I know he's accomplished a lot more than Kemba, well, but me, it is a good a comparison. Let me tell everyone what we're talking about, right? When Kemba Walker was a free agent for Charlotte, his last year, the all-star game wasn't Charlotte. And everyone's like, oh, just trade him, trade him. And Charlotte's like, no, we're going to keep him to fill the seats. And when he hit free agency, we, me and you had this discussion, is, is Kemba Walker a max player? And I, I can't remember what you said. I think you were leaning more towards yes. Or I was like, no, you don't pay this guy. And for those of you who don't know, max contracts in the NBA work off percentages. It's not, a, it's not like a number. It's not five for 100. It's just 25. 30, 35% of the cap. It just depends. And sometimes guys who've been in the league for 10 years automatically get that 35%. So it just depends on where you're at. Like a first-year player's max, unless they've hit some special like um, stats and stuff, isn't going to command the same as a 10-year player. So Kemba was in that like greatest tier, same with Mike Conley. Remember when he got the record-breaking deal? It wasn't that he's not a max player, but is he a 35% of your team cap guy? Like Is Kemba that? No. And is Bradley Beal that? Absolutely freaking not. You just let the fuck. Mm, sorry. I'm not <laughs> trying to curse. Um, you don't let, just let the guy walk. What's the point? What's the point? Because this is, this we've seen this too many times, Juan. When is this guy going to get untradeable? You gave it to Russ. R- Russ is making this much money. We can't trade him. Right. So when's Beal going to hit that? And it's like, if you're paying someone 50 million a year, get me in the playoffs at least. Turn this thing around. Is Bradley Beal that? No, he's not. So you know what though, Max? I think that's kind of like the worst thing about him is that I I do think with Bradley Beal on their team and he's making max money on the Wizards and the amount of talent that they can form around him, their ceiling is what the six seed, seven seed. Yeah, yeah they can be a playoff team, but that's the worst place to be in yeah. that eighth, seven spot every single year because you're not even the, in the lottery and you're not competing for a championship. Yeah. You're in the middle. It's Unless terrible. You're prepared to like sit him out for a year to tank for Victor uh, W from France, but he, I feel like once you get to this money range, Juan, $50 million for a guy, it really hampers your team. Because yeah. we could pull up a guy who we would say, oh, we love that max. Job ramp, five for 193. That's like, that's fine. That's 40 million a year, but Jaws, that's special. It kind of yeah. puts a, it kind of restricts your team a little bit, but 50, it's just too much for a guy like Bradley Beal. This is a guy who, one, can't really stay healthy. Two, misses free throws in the biggest forks of the game. And for the Wizards fans, shout outs to Winston from down under. <laughs> I, I just don't get it, one. Like everyone talks about, well, what if he walks? So what? Let it be. Let it be. Like, yeah, I get it. It sucks to lose the asset. Then trade him earlier. 
Yeah. They're going to say, you can't let him walk for nothing. Well, you could have traded him. Like, there were so many suitors for him this year, last year. It's for two years, man. It's talking about, let's trade Bradley Beal one. And it's like, you give the guy the money. Why? Why? Yeah. And I know people are going to argue like, hey, there, there's really no contract that's untradeable. I think John Wall and the Russell Westbrook deal kind of like shut that down. But it gets to a point where, like you said, the value is going to go down. Yeah, and like, it's one of those things one? where you're trading crap for crap at that point. Yeah. And it's not really a trade. It's not like, wow, look at the Rockets benefit from this trade. Well, the Wizards really benefited from Wall. That yeah. You know what I mean? It's just you're not yeah. moving the needle anymore. It's like, here's your crap. Here's my crap. It's still crap. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. And the Wizards are in this, you know, that they got their so-called star. And it's really Bradley Bill, like, we're actually big fans of Bradley Bill. Honestly, we really are. But at the end of the day, he's not a Jokic. He's not a John Morant. He's not one of these players where he's gonna propel you to a championship and he's gonna be the main reason. He's not an alpha. He's a Robin. He's not a Batman. He's a great third option. Uh, kind of iffy second option, but for him to be your first option, it's just not, not a good situation you want to be in. And this is why Washington continues to be one of these teams where it's poorly run. And it sucks. It sucks that one Bradley Beal, a player like that, is not going to be able to move teams, at least for this year. And another team like the Wizards, who don't have a forward mind of thinking, is just like, oh, we got the money, let's pay for them. You know, everyone else does it. It's like, can't have that thinking, dude. I, I 100% agree, One, If this was a five-year, $150 million contract, I'd love it. I'd say, okay, let's build around Bradley. But I think these guys getting their head of ham on Max Player, hey, Bradley Beal's been in the league a really long time. He's yeah. been in the league eight years. He's made it like an all-star team or two. His max is just that high. And it's like, here's the best way to look at it. Bradley Beal's making slightly less than Jokic. Does Bradley Beal change a team like Jokic does? No, he doesn't. So he shouldn't be paid like Jokic. That's just my opinion. I think Bradley Beal's a hell of a player. I would love him in a Robin role on a team. I would love that. But to be the franchise cornerstone, I yeah. just don't think he's that. I simply put... Yeah, and the other one that you mentioned, Zion. We're talking about Zion last podcast, and they did it. Uh, they signed him. I felt like it was more of a we don't know what we're doing kind of thing. Let's just do it and scared to make a mistake. That's what this move looks like. It's like you said, Max. It's like if we trade this guy, we're going to have to live with the results of Fuck, dude, this this shit might work out for another team, and it might be one of the worst trades in NBA history. Give me the pros that's how... of Zion Williamson right now. Like, what if you sign this deal to sell me on this deal? Okay. We have a great team around him. Okay. So if he is healthy, he's a, he's a missing piece that can get you pretty far into the playoffs. Okay. That's that's a that's a positive. Okay. A second positive. <sighs> I can't really think of one. I mean, I honestly, like, I mean, you special, can't really say it's fluke. Special player, you know, wrecking yeah. ball stats, you know, ceiling. But here's the cons: Has he ever been in shape in three years? No. Has he been healthy for in, in those three years? No. Are we really going to commit to a guy who can't commit to coming into camp and being in shape and being a good teammate and just communicating with us? And that's another con, Max, is simply, you know, like, oh, he's a good he's a good locker room guy. Is he? I'm not saying Zion is toxic, but I mean, CJ McCollum kind of said it like. Zion didn't really hit me up when I got traded here. Well, no one knew where like, he was, right? They're like, hey, right. go to Portland, you know, go to Portland, rehab your foot. No one knows what's going on with him. You know, yeah. he's coming. He's like, look how in shape I am. But it's like, you don't even look that good, dude. And this is not a bag on Zion. Zion's a great player. I wish him nothing but the best. But I just think this is a huge risk. 
and this is going to be the move. It's going to, and like I would say right now, it's got a 60% chance of failing. And that's yeah. not me trying to be a pessimist. That's just realistically, it's like you've been hurt every level. Now you're going to get healthy. That's, yeah. this is the point. Like, and you're going to tell me Zion's really going to, can you, like, what could you sell me on that? He, like, now you gave him the money. He's going to come into shape. He was playing for the contract and he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. So now he's going to yeah. do it now that he's, are you just betting on maturity? Like, if you know the kid and you're like, you see a different side of him, I get it. But just the injuries alone, one, maybe one bad step in it. Oh, crap, his foot. His foot's messed yeah. up again. And he's one He's one injury away, Max, from being labeled like, okay, this guy's not going to work out. And like then he's uh, on the cliff of that. How about this one? We don't even know what his game looks like. And I think I might have mentioned this. How can you say to Brandon Ingram, this isn't your team? After what he's yeah. done, how do you say that to him? How do you be? Oh, it's Zion's team, right? Because it looks like Zion's a franchise guy. He's got the money, he's got the popularity, he's got the you know prestige. But is he? Is Brandon Ingram really going to be like, hey, I just led the team to the playoffs without you? Right. That's not fair to him. Yeah, and there's still time. They can still take. They can still trade him. Okay. But they made they basically made that decision for a team that's willing to trade for him. They're like, all right, he's gonna come with this max contract. You're gonna have to pay him this money. It, it's scary. It, it probably takes a lot of teams off the trading list that would have traded for him. But um, it, it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes. I, I don't think he's for sure gonna be a Pelican. Uh, Anthony Davis proved that when he signed that deal. Uh, means nothing. All these guys signing these deals don't mean anything. Probably the only one that's for sure is probably like Jokic, yeah. if I had a bet, and probably John Morant. But, you know, even a guy like Devin Booker that's been in some trade rumors with the whole KD drama and um, Carl Anthony Towns, another one, four years for 224. We, what do you think of that one? I, I want to say that one from when we talk about the trade because I think that's going to really connect if that's okay. Yeah. Um, Real quick, let's just hit on these three deals. I like Levine to the Bulls. You know, that's a lot of money for him, but can you really argue with it? The Bulls need to keep the team intact. We Do we know what the Bulls look like? Because they lost so many guys last year. No. I would like to see that. So I, I like that deal. What about you? I like it. Um, still on the – I would still like like them to move on from Levine if they can get a better option. Um. But for now, you keep them. Like the Bulls were on a roll when this team was healthy. And you know for sure, like you have the recipe to do it. And it's it's completely warranted if the Chicago if Chicago was telling me right now, you know what? I know we can probably get an upgrade as a player, but we love what we've seen when we're healthy and we yeah. really want to run that back. There's no problem with that. I think that run that they had. During the season, it's warranted to run it back again with the same group because that's how good they were. Yeah, and then, you know it sucks that Lonzo got hurt for a big stretch. Caruso, Patrick Williams. It's let's see this team at full strength, you know. And yeah. Levine could still get a little better, you know. He could get better, and he's defender. improving, Max. Yeah, he's getting Me, better. He's young. Yeah, he's young, and he's he's trying to level out the the whole alpha thing with him and DeRozan. I do think DeRozan was like the perfect match with him. But um, I, I'm liking Levine's as far as his growth in his game. I'm loving it. I like it too. Uh, Devin, Devin Booker. I think this one's a little puzzling because off the top, you're going to be like, this guy, he's really worth it. But let's just say before Chris Paul got there, and this is no Devin Booker slander, he, he, they couldn't win. You know, they were kind yeah. of a mess, not all his fault. So Chris Paul's at the end. Year or two left. So if you're you're giving the keys to Booker, but I feel like Booker might be gone in a couple of years because this team might quickly evaporate around him. Aiton's pretty much on the move. Everyone thinks, yeah. Give Paul one or two more years, and then you're left with Bridges, Payne. It's just going to be kind of it's going to be kind of hard once you're locked in. Um, maybe a slight overpay, but I'm I'm not mad at this deal. If you're sons, I, you kind of have to do it because you're still in the yeah. window technically. And I, I think he does. Um, he earned it, in my opinion. I, I felt like these last two years of him being on this team, uh, he's absolutely deserved it, and he's came up big in big moments. And um, 
like I said, just because you pay these guys, it's not it, it's not going to mean that he's going to be in Phoenix for four years. Uh, he deserves to get paid. Um, he's a top ten player in my opinion. Uh, not much to say there, but John Morant. Grizzlies. What I about think John and Darius Garland are like the exact same thing. What they mean to their yeah. team. They're the they're no the young guns. It's going to be interesting to see if they can build a contender around them. I feel like both teams are kind of like the Grizzlies are a little bit ahead of the Cavs, but the Cavs are funky. They have Mobley, who could be probably better than Jaron Jackson, and Jaron Jackson is going to miss the next six months. Juan sprint like yeah. bad foot. So I feel like. I mean, at what point we were talking about Zion? At what point do we just punt on Jaron Jackson? Yeah, and it's not a talent thing; it's just a foot thing. Because you have Morant, we know he's the leader, but where's his Robin? His Robin's supposed to be Jaron Jackson. Jackson. If he can't be on the court, you know, it's kind of just damn. What do the Grizzlies have? You, the Grizzlies love the deal. John means a lot to that team. Darius Garland, same thing. They're right. both worth it. It's not that much money in retrospect. Would you rather have Jaw for one ninety three or Beal for two fifty four, two fifty one, whatever? Sixty million difference. Um, a plus all the way. Extend your guys, homegrown talent all the way. Yeah. Um, I want to go over really just one more. Um, yeah. Lou Dort for the <laughs> for the Thunder five for eighty seven and a half mil. So you're just betting Thoughts he's going to learn Dort. how to shoot, right? That's what they're betting on. <laughs> Because, I mean, he shot, like, the same last year. I'll look it up, but I'm almost certain. You know what, though, Max? I, I think at this point, you kind of know who he is. You know, he's one of these players where the offense, it's it's not going to get that much better. You're kind of just like, hey, what, whatever we get with the offense, we'll take it. But I think him on what he does on the defensive end and the price market that he's at at 87.5 mil, I think it fits him perfectly. I don't. I don't think there's nothing wrong with this contract. He's a young guy. Um, the Thunder are looking to win in about two, you know, maybe two years to three years. Uh, I, I like the deal. I, I don't have no problem with it. I like it too, man. He deserves it. I remember the first time we saw him in the bubble, just locking up Harden. We were like, "Oh yeah. my God, who is this guy?" <laughs> it's good he got his money. If he finds his three-point shot, say he develops into that, he's going to be such a huge asset for them. He'll probably net them like six first-round picks. Yeah, um, most definitely. Really quick one. Let's just hit on two more, and these are these are inter, these are intertwined. Uh, Anthony yeah. Simons, Blazers, four for a hundred. Nurkic, four for seventy. So uh, they're just they're just like fucking. Uh, I'm sorry. I told they're just you. competing. I told right? you. They're just like, okay, we got this winner built. We're CJ, you're gone. We got Simons. Same problems yeah. as always. We had a Jeremy Grant who can defend. I just don't get this, man. <laughs> just just this. blow it up. Get rid of yeah. Dame. He doesn't fit and with the, the timeline in Nurkic. He doesn't fit. Yeah. These are you know what? I wouldn't have had a problem with this uh, Simons pick, but the Nurkic one, that one, it's like there was no need to pay him. And that was all I needed to see of him paying him, uh, of the Blazers paying him, that they're they're in with Dane. Like they're trying to win right now. And it goes back to like on draft, uh, on our draft recap on why I, I think that that pick was dumb. Like, they're just all over the place. This this team is not built to win right now. Damien uh, Lillard coming off an injury. The roster is not all that good. I feel Nurkic like they don't have all injury. the right pieces. Nurkic yeah, Chauncey 50. Billups, question mark. Like I don't know what the Blazers are doing. And one, uh, Nurkic, th- 56 games, 37 games, 8 games. Ugh, <sighs> yeah, That's not what you want to see. Exactly. Just all around, just very head scratching. Uh, I like the Bobby Portis resign yeah, for the, the Bucks. Bucks. The Bucks kept their team intact. Yeah. They got better. They added uh, Joe Ingles, who can be big if he comes back healthy. Yeah, and I like what the Celtics did. The Celtics added. Um, they added Danilo Gallinari for nothing. Yeah, and they got Malcolm Brogdon, which isn't like a. The name sounds better than what he is because he's been injured a lot, but I feel like he could have the best year because, hey, you don't have to start anymore. You have to play 25 minutes a game. No problem. We'll take it easy. We'll keep you healthy. They got him for nothing. They really got him for nothing. You got him for a first-round pick down the road. 
You're in the window. This is what contending teams do. You take a swing. Yeah. And uh, Brad Stevens, I I think it was highway highway robbery with this one for getting Malcolm Brogdon. Um, Yeah, they gave up a first round pick, like you said, but it was basically nothing. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Thice and Aaron Neesmith, like they didn't give up one rotational player. No, nobody. Yeah. A first this year. A first this year. Next year. Sorry. Next year. So. Celtics aren't going to be bad unless some like tragic injuries. Right. Um, so one, we've hit like all the re-signings. I think there's only one guy who got signed. We should really talk about, and uh, we I alluded to it earlier. The Knicks were like, you know what? We don't want any of these top tier stars. They don't want us. We'll just go get Jalen Brunson for four years, one hundred four million dollars. Yeah, I mean, I like Jalen Brunson. Good player. Just I don't. What is this? How does this really help the Knicks? Like, unless you're planning Jalen Brunson to be your like second star when you trade for KD or somebody, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's head scratching, and I want to start it off like how you did, like it, nothing towards Jalen Brunson. I understand how good he is. I know he had a a really good playoffs for all the Knicks fans out there and all the NBA fans out there who automatically start this off like, oh, well, you obviously don't watch Jalen Brunson. I've watched Jalen Brunson. Solid player. Is he a difference maker, though? I don't think so. Not for the Knicks. And to me, if you're talking yourself into this Jalen Brunson pick, you're trying to get the production from the Knicks of two seasons ago when they made the playoffs. Like Julius Randle, to me, it was a lucky year that he had. Like every, the stars year. aligned. The stars aligned right. for the whole team, especially him. And I mean, I'm I'm all in team lefty, Randall, Barrett, and Brunson. I love lefties. <laughs> yeah. It's just I don't think Randall's gonna be the guy. And right. I, I do like I do like Barrett. I like Barrett and Brunson, the backcourt. I think that's fun. That's exciting. Yeah, it's just a lot of money to pay for a guy who's never made an all-star team and probably never will. And we kind of know what he is. He's a he's like a solid secondary ball handler, jack of all trades, does a lot good. But what's he do great? Yeah, nothing. He does everything really good. You know, I will say this: if you're devil's advocate, you're saying you know he's had to play next to Luca. He never got his chance. Really, he did do some good stuff when he got hurt. Yeah, but this this move just reeks of the Knicks. It's just yeah. like, hey, we struck out big. We're going to try to get this other guy instead of just kind of keep building what we have. And then they did the weird draft day thing where they're like, hey, let's get three non-lottery picks for a lottery pick. Let's just yeah. do it. Yeah, it's head scratching. Um, Sorry, Nick fans. I know it's been Yeah, hard. I get it, though. Like, Nick's fan, Nick fans are going to try to talk themselves into this one. And I, I just refuse not to because it, this roster is just – it's not as good as people thought. I like you said, the stars aligned two seasons ago. Julius Randle had a great year, but they still need a lot of work on their roster, and they need a star. Julius Randle is not a star. They have a lot of twos. He's simply not. And if yes. Barrett if Barrett takes a huge leap, I like this move yep. a lot more, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know how much better better it can be. He's gotten better every year, but a superstar like Luka Doncic type of guy, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um. Another signing what the Blazers did. Uh they signed Gary Payton the second. That'd be fun. Shout out to Gary. Shout out to Gary Payton on a side note. Um, three years for $28 million. This is a guy that was trying to apply for the film director in Golden State at one point because he got cut so many times and he just wanted to be in the organization still, just be around. Absolutely insane. Um th- Shout out to Gary Payton, dude. Well deserved. Um, I never I just don't like the team. thought he was bad. <laughs> I've never understood why more teams didn't give him a chance. Yeah, and good, good job to him, man. You deserve every bit. You deserve all the fanfare you get. You got your ring. Yeah, and hopefully you have a secure home in the <laughs> NBA for a few, like a good while, because you deserve it, man. Yeah, I, I just I don't like the fact he went to the Blazers. It was just like, yeah. yeah I'll never, it'll be, Blazers. I'll never see him again. But it'll be nice. But, you know, they, <laughs> what, what does Portland need more of? Small guards. Yeah. Um. Who else? Um. Uh, Marvin think, Bagley. Yeah, that was weird. 
Is is there like a huge Marvin Bagley? <laughs> I, I mean, that's like a bust, like resurrection project. I think that'll be cool if he works out. I mean, why not take the gamble? It's a little bit more than I thought he'd get, but at the same time, the Lakers are paying Lonnie Walker their mid level exception for no reason. <laughs> just makes no sense. Uh, sorry to make it a Laker thing. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense that these guys are getting well, this much money. We'll definitely have some Laker talk in this one. But uh, Gary Harris to the Magic. Um, Magic are trying to be the one of the biggest teams and trying to play some defense out here, I guess. <laughs> I, I um, guess, dude. I don't know what the Magic could do. Magic are tanking for Victor. We need another seven-footer. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, Warriors signed uh, DiVincenzo. I yeah. like DiVincenzo. Yeah. But um, they lost a lot of guys, honestly, like Gary Payton and uh, who, who was the other guy that they lost out on? They lost one more guy besides uh, – oh, Otto Porter. To yeah, the went to the Raptors. I mean, they could lose more guys, but they also have guys in the waiting that we don't know how right. good they are. So Exactly. You can't really be too uh, – Is that all the actual signings? Yeah, those are guys next? who moved uh, to teams – I, I liked a lot of it. There's there's a few, you know, it wasn't really big. You know, there wasn't a lot of guys who left, but yeah. the trades absolutely were shocking. And I mean, there's one trade. I think Utah is just, I mean, look, so it started with Royce O'Neal, right? Yeah. Gets traded to the Nets for a first round pick. You're like, that's a weird trade for both teams. Right. And then Minnesota picks up the phone and was like, hey, you guys, the Rudy Gobert fellas for sale? We can take him. Well, you know, this guy's free. We can trade for him. It's your boy, though, Max. Uh, I mean, I've punted on Rudy Gobert in recent years. I loved what he meant early on, but then when he starts making $50 million, you know, it's not really worth it. So the Jazz trade Rudy Gobert to the Wolves for Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Walker Kessler, Leandro Balermo, Jared Vanderbilt. Don't know why he was included, but... They also get a first-round pick in 2023, 2025, 2027, 2029, and a swap in 2026. Why? And they're all protected. Uh, go ahead, Juan. I'll, I'll save my, my thoughts. Go ahead. It was, it was jaw-dropping. Uh, I, I can't believe a guy like Rudy Gobert went for this amount. The Wolves are all in. Um, but do for, you like it? Next do you year. love it? Are you going to like? I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just I I don't like the ceiling for it. Okay, like, so if you if you don't hate it, because I I hate it, like I want to throw yeah. up. So explain to me what what there is to like about this move. I think cat it, it can work with him and cat because cat can be on the perimeter, and he's a softy as it is. He can spread the floor. Um, the one guy that it's a it's a question mark for is honestly Anthony Edwards. And Anthony Edwards, as much improving as he's been from shooting the ball, I just think he's such a special player when he drives to the hole. Don't steal my point. Don't you dare (laughs) steal my point. I told you, how much do you think Anthony Edwards is going to love driving into the paint with Rico Bear in front of the basket? And that's that's the scary part, but I I do think it can work in the in the regular season. Like I feel like they're gonna be the new Jazz. And why they're gonna why trade like eight I, picks yeah. for the four seed? Like here's what I, here's what's gonna happen. They're gonna look great. Rudy Gobert blocking shots. Right. He'll hit one three. Don't catch. Helped him work on his shooting stroke. Whatever bullshit's gonna come out. Curse yeah. number two. Sorry. <laughs> here's here's what I don't get. What what was the market for Rudy Gobert? Cat and him are going to be making fifty million dollars each for a league that's like, hey, the center position's really, really. You don't really have to put a lot of money into it. Yeah. Uh, look at the centers for like the last six finals teams, other than the Lakers. Not really yeah. that impressive. But let's double down, and so Rudy Gobert is going to protect the basket. What's Cat going to do? Cat's going to just. Because Cat's this nimble Jaron Jackson type guy who can move on the perimeter. No, not really. I, there's like he a million reasons not though. to do this before you think about the basketball aspect, though, which I don't get. Yeah. It, it it can work though, Max. And no, I the really, one I really don't think it can. Unless unless you're telling me Cat is now 
Dirk Nowitzki, and this is Tyson Chandler reincarnate. And this I, I is what think, this team's going to be. I think a lot of games have to be improved, especially Anthony Edwards with him being the majority of the ball handler. Um, improved shooting. And I, I, I do think there's a world where Cat can be somewhat of that, and it can work. The thing that, that gives me issues is like, during the playoffs where the floor shrinks and it's all about matchups and what's going to happen where they have to play small ball. And it's like Rudy Gobert has to come out. And I just have a big problem when you have to bench a guy like Rudy Gobert and all that salary is going to him. If you're making all that money, we want you playing. It's like, it's like the front office with Frank Vogel last year with Russell Westbrook. It's like people caught a heart attack because he wasn't playing them. And it's like, why are we playing this guy? Well, he's making all this money, so we have to play him. And that's the thing with Rudy Gobert. Like, are the Wolves going to have the the balls to bench a guy for certain series when he's making all this money? And that's exactly why, to me, to me you don't do this trade. You don't want to get a guy who, one, you don't have a lot of good defenders on the Wolves to start with anymore. You have a Kogi. I think Kogi might be gone. I'm sorry. But let's just say you have, here's the lineup, right? You have Cat, Edwards, Gobert, Jaden McDaniels, and let's say Russell. Yep. You have two good defenders on the perimeter and Russell and McDaniels. I mean, excuse me, and Edwards and McDaniels. They're kind of looking like the Jazz. We only have two good defenders, and now everyone else is going to drive by and blow by and then kick to the corner and go bare stuck in cement. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I just don't like about this deal. It just doesn't like so. So you just traded him to just fix the rim numbers so he can perfect the basket. But I feel like Gobert is a type of guy where you bring him in, you fix one prompt, and he opens up Pandora's box for a new set. He's not a guy like Bam who can do both. You're not worried about Anthony Davis when he's on his game who can really just change a defense. Gobert is a one-trick pony, who I love to death, who I was on in 2012. I'm like, this guy's going to be good. Yeah. But at this point, he's a double-sided sword. What He'll, he'll, hurt, he'll help you, but he's going to yeah. hurt you too at the same time. Like, their defense is going to be elite with him. It, it really is. It, that's how I, good I Rudy think Gobert it will be is. elite. But at the back of everyone's mind, we know what happens when he's on an elite defense and the, and the game matters. Yeah. Like he's not a good post up player. He's not a good free throw shooter. Um, and is that why you most... trade for him? And so I think the money's ridiculous. He's going to make yeah. 50 mil. Yeah. That's what really kills me about this deal. And I kind of like the comp to the Mavericks, but I don't know if cat, first of all, cat's not Dirk where he can just catch the ball in the post and just shoot over and play this little high, low game. And yeah. second, I think basketball's evolved to the point where that's not really feasible anymore. Hmm. That in between game, yeah, and Cat doesn't um, really have that. He no, like he doesn't. You said is really good to help Gobert yeah. stretch the court, but then you're saying, oh, Cat's just a spot up shooter. Why the why are we paying him fifty million dollars just to spot up and shoot? Yeah, it's it's crazy. I I, I can't believe I was I was it's shocked. A gamble. It's yeah, a, it, and we don't even talk about how many picks was, was Gobert really worth this many picks. <laughs> And the amount of, I just think like, you, you would think Max, the amount of money that you're paying this guy, and he went for that much, like that has to be put into the account. Like, dude, we're we're already gonna be paying this guy a lot. Like, why are we? Why why do you guys want all these first round picks? It's absolutely insane. I would have, like you said, I would have loved to know like what was the market for this guy? Who was another team going so hard for him? And it to me, it seems like the wolves just blow blew him out of the water, like yeah, of of uh, offer that you could not refuse. That's Absolutely. what this was. It was a it's, Carmelo from the from like the Knicks offer. It was an Anthony Davis to the Lakers offer. Yeah, it was that crazy. Yeah, it, it's going to be mean, interesting. Kyrie to see, Irving man. after his peak in the on Cleveland didn't go for this much. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this trade. I hate it. I don't think it's going to work. Uh, you can check back in with us in six months when they're going to bounce in the first round and go bears on the bench. And we're like, why do we do this deal? 
yeah, that's what's going to happen. And like the Utah Jazz, people are going to love it in the regular season. But at the end of the day, what do we all play for, folks? Championships. Regular divisional banners. (laughs) Divisional banners. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Timberwolves. I tell you one thing, man. They're going to be fun to watch. And It'll be I, awesome to see Rudy Gobert shout collect out, his defensive player of the year trophy. Shout out to the trophy. Wolves, man. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Juan's Gobert jersey he's secretly wearing. It'll be dope oh, to see Gobert man. in the first round, like, get the applause when he gets his uh, defensive player of the year jersey, uh, trophy. And right. the fans turn on him after that game. <laughs> and it's so funny. Did you hear the comments, like, before what Anthony Edwards said about him? Oh, about how he don't scare nobody? Yeah, yeah, you gotta love that. <laughs> I mean, Gobert's a weird duck. I feel like this is the writing on the wall. Utah's about to blow it up. They want the younger, better version of Gobert and the French guy Victor. Yeah. So as they should, the look out for Utah to trade Donovan Mitchell. I know they're gonna keep him as the franchise cornerstone, but you guess what, guys? Teams lie all the time, right? For two months, they said Harden was going to stay in Brooklyn. They're not going to trade him. Oh, here he goes. 76ers, Ben Simmons, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? I seen the writing on the wall for for Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I was talking about this on I don't I think I think it was the pod that you're sick, but I was I was talking about it. Like Donovan Mitchell needs to get out of Utah. And the writing's New on the wall York. now. Yeah, New York. It's, would he fit in New York with Brunson? Yeah. Would you like why that? Not? Why not? Yeah. A couple of. You get your, any way to get your superstar. <laughs> yeah, it don't matter who. I feel like Donovan yeah. Mitchell's going to be like the lowest tier of superstar. That the, it's like, yeah. He's like a level above Randall, but it's still not like, uh, do we really want him? Right. And I like Donovan Mitchell, man. I feel like we, we sound negative, but it's just like you got to look at this through both lenses, man. Sure, you get a player, but at what cost? Right. This is it's crazy that Rudy Gobert went for that much. Yeah. Uh Hawks, Kevin Herter went to the Kings for Justin Holiday, Mo Harkless, and a future first. Uh thoughts on the Kings getting Kevin Herter. I mean, he helps. You have a buddy healed replacement, red velvet, he'll help. I just don't get why the Hawks would trade him unless they don't want to pay him in a year and you're just trying to get something back. Oh, uh, Holiday solid, Harkless is solid, and I guess the first round pick can be fun. Uh, it's like a B for both. I mean, it's like a B minus. I, I don't know why if Atlanta's going all in, you yeah. why you do this. And I feel like he's good insurance for DeAndre Hunter who can't stay healthy. Yeah. Um, on the flip side of that, the Hawks wanted up across, uh, getting Dejounte Murray and Jock Londell. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I think they <laughs> they have Dejounte Murray now. I like it. Yeah. For Gallinari, who wanted up getting bought out and not on the Spurs no more. And a 2023, a 2025, a 2027 first round picks and a pick swap in 2026. Uh, this is a lot for DeJon- the DeJounte Murray. And I, you know, the, the Spurs, the last couple seasons, basically ever since Tim Duncan has retired, they haven't been the same old Spurs. And I think Kawhi was like yeah. a big car accident they got in right but i'm back even even with the whole draft process like i i know people love to say like the spurs have been great drafters but i think even you checked me on this like uh they haven't really been drafting that good over the past couple seasons but i love a move like this because it's forward thinking it's like Dejounte murray he's really good right he's an all-star like breakout player um Really good player. But this is where you sell high on a player. He's and cheap too. Yeah, yeah, he's cheap. 17. And no. you sell a year early. They're not gonna wait for this guy's trade value to go down or when we pay him like max money. Mm-hmm. Like this is the time to do it. And I applaud the Spurs for doing a move like this because it's moves like this that separate the good organizations. That are well run and the bad ones. Like these are the moves you have to make. If I'm an Atlanta Hawk fan, this is how I'm going to sell this trade to you. One, uh, we got our we got our Clay Thompson. Like that's what we're kind of trying to do. Trey Young 
for lack of a better comparison to Steph Curry. And now we need a defensive guy who can kind of shoot a little bit. And obviously he can't shoot like Clay, but Clay can't create like him. But this is what this is what the kind of tricky part one. Trey Young is so ball dominant. I wonder if they're gonna let DeJounte they I mean, I feel like you kinda have to. I feel like you're doing a disservice to yourself if you're like, okay, DeJounte Murray, just go stand in the corner, start shooting threes. Because you immediately, guys, be prepared for twenty one, nine, and eight from Murray to go down to like sixteen and a half, maybe eight and four. They're the way they play, unless they're trying to change their whole style, is really Trey Young centric. And John Collins yeah. has been disgruntled with it. And I hope DeJounte Murray can kind of change that a little bit where, hey, I'm more of a passer and Trey Young can play off of me. Maybe we start running Trey Young off screens, let DeJounte initiate the offense. And he's a perfect defensive like partner for Trey. He can take the tough guard matchup and he's going to every night. Um, I just want to say this little nugget about DeJounte Murray, too. That w- was scary. Um, that playing game was ugly by him that performance that he had it, it was it, yeah. I, I thought it, it was very ugly um i would be kind of worried about that if i'm a hawks fan but that's why he's second fiddle now bro exactly or third fiddle Ex- exactly so he doesn't have all that pressure on him but um the hawks reload him with Dejounte murray do you uh, like it? i like the I, I like it i like it because um you have a guy that can guard the best guard to guard guy and DeJounte and you're not so worried about Trey Young getting cooked 24-7 you know if DeAndre Hunter's healthy you have a really flexible team defensively so you can basically say hey Trey Young just go grab the shitty guy don't worry about it we have two guys who can kind of erase really good perimeter players which is nice that they haven't really had that yeah I, I, I really love it for both sides. I, I, I do too. I think yeah. San Antonio was proactive for a change instead of being like, hey, we're going to get screwed in this trade package like they did with Kawhi. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so let's talk about this next part, Max. Hopefully we don't have to cut this whole part out um, because Katie, as of right now, and Kyrie Irving are both still technically Brooklyn Nets. But uh, we, we, yeah, we, we have to talk about this. Uh, Kevin Durant has officially asked for a trade. His top destinations, Suns and the Heat, as far as we know. <sighs> Kyrie supposedly is the top target for the Lakers. Oh, but please. You've been hearing... All Please. kinds of bullshit. Because Reunite KD and Russ. I'm in here. I'm here for it. <laughs> so let's get into some of the trade ideas that you have for Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving. Let's just talk about it. Well, this one, I mean, I, I feel like this one's been reported. I don't know if I came up with it, but I mean, we've been thinking about this for so long. Uh, Kyrie and Joe Harris for Russ, Taylor Horton Tucker, Kendrick Nunn and two first round picks. Uh, Joe Harris is a bad contract. He barely played last year. We don't know what he is. Even when he played, he was missing a lot. And people think Westbrook, oh, you have taken all that money. He's an expiring deal. Big deal. You only pay him for one year. It's not three years of the guy. You're paying 10 extra million dollars and you're getting off Harris. Who's like 15. No big deal. Uh, I think it's, I mean, the nets, obviously you're just kind of playing for those picks. If If this trade happens, KD's gone too. So I feel like if KD's domino falls, Kyrie's going to fall in. You know, if you're the Nets, you don't really want Westbrook with KD. I don't think that's like KD going to bring KD back to a sense. Like, oh, I want to stay here. I already tried to leave this guy once. Here he comes. But, you know, Russell Westbrook and Ben Simmons, that could be fun. You know, a lot, of, not a lot of shooting. It could be fun, though. <laughs> but, you know, that's the most realistic Kyrie trade for the Lakers. And let's be real. There's no market for Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie is alienating yeah. himself. He has no value. He's a good player when he's on the court. He's better than Russ. And Russ makes too much damn money. And he's just such a big, like, he's like Tebow. He's just such a media presence. He MFs everybody. He scowls, but he's yeah. just a problem, man. He's just a problem in the locker room. And he's really unhappy. He talks crap to the media. So I like this is kind of like, here's your trash. Here's my trash. Let's kind of like try to like bring him back in a way. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, do I want Kyrie Irving on the Lakers? 
Obviously, yes, I would. Do you want um, Russell Westbrook gone? Yes, I would like Russell Westbrook gone, but it, it's it's a shit show, bro. Like I I feel like the only one who wants Kyrie Irving is LeBron, in yeah. my honest opinion. I think he's the single soul that wants him. I don't think Polinka wants him. I don't think Jeannie Buss wants him, and that's a problem because we're gonna see who really has the stronghold over this organization. I don't know if you've seen it, Max, but this weird tweet that Jeannie Buss put out talking about how, oh, Kobe was a team player and we never had this problem with him. He understood the the end goal here of being a great teammate. And um, I, don't, I, I don't know what that has to do with the Lakers right now like it, it's it's a question mark like why did you have to tweet that is she talking about LeBron is she talking about Kyrie like what is it exactly and I don't know man. I just it's really it's weird. a shit it's show weird. yeah like, I mean it, look really I think is. for the right package everyone would be interested in swapping Russ like if it was Russ for Kyrie straight up do it but the Lakers are like how many more future assets can we sink into a team we don't really think can win a championship so unless you see AD like coming in the greatest shape of his life like just then do the trade go all in for it what's one more pick you already screwed a little bit let's get screwed if you're in for a dollar might as well be well in for a hundred dollars no problem right but you know this whole trade where they were talking about Kyrie and uh kd for ad that's not happening there's no way i i think kd coming to to the lakers is complete bullshit lebron he's played second fiddle he had a sports illustrated cover he's like i'm tired of being number two i was the second pick in the draft I was second to LeBron in MVP voting and lost them in the finals. He took it personally when they played in the finals with the Golden State. He kicked LeBron's butt, or he he went pound for pound shot for LeBron, whatever. He eyed him up in two straight finals, said, hey, I'm the best. I'm top dog. And then, you know, if you're another team in the East, if you're the Nets, if you're, I'm sorry, if you're the 76ers, if you're the, I don't think that's an option. But if you're the Heat, maybe. But you have to include Bam in the trade one because you can't have, um, if Ben Simmons, you have to swap Ben for Bam because you can't have both on the same team because they're both rookie designated guys. And then if you're going to Toronto, you really want to give up Scotty Barnes for KD at this stage? No way. Like if you no if way. you give me Not Pascal and OG and Boucher and a first, yeah, I'll give you KD. But I mean, I like all those guys. I kind of like if they could get KD for pennies on the dollar. If it's Van Fleet and like five picks, I do it. No. I would do it, but I I don't really love the notion of blowing up my team for KD. I think he's kind of stuck, and unless the Grizzlies wanted to get frisky and say, "Hey, Jaron Jackson, we love the guy, but look at him. Is he ever healthy? On no, is he risky? Yeah. So let's go. Let's trade Jaron. Let's trade Brooks. Let's throw in three picks. We've accumulated a bunch of picks. Stephen Adams, whatever. Let's go get KD. KD, Jaw, Desmond Bain. That could be fun. I would like yeah. that. And, you know, you bring up the Grizzlies. Uh, I think the Grizzlies and honestly, the Thunder make a lot of sense for KD to go there because the Nets are not going to want players, Max. They're not looking for players. They're looking for picks here. They're only looking for young building block players. Like if they were like, like, oh, Shea? Oh, yeah, we'll take Shea. Exactly. But why would the, why exactly. why would the Thunder throw in Shea? What's the point? Yeah, yeah. I just think that the Thunder are can have some type of way of getting them. They have so many picks. They have a lot of assets on them. Even if it means um, moving off a guy like Chet Holmgren, you know, uh, who by the way killed it in his first summer league game. That's besides the point. Um, I just think those two teams have so many assets that they can still give away and still compete with KD. All these other places, they're going to want more. They're going to yeah. have to demand more. Phoenix. Phoenix already said, like, we don't want to get rid of Devin Booker. Yeah, they doubled the down Nets on the They extended him too, so it's not happening. Right. And the Nets, on the other hand, are like, no, we're not. You're not going to Phoenix and we're we're going to have to get at least Devin Booker back. And then when you said with the heat with Bam, like Bam needs to be in the deal. All these other teams that are in that little spot right here where they were competing last year 
and they have a lot of cap restructure and cap space, all that bullshit. It's going to be hard. That's why it makes sense. Portland got aggressive and went for him on. Portland really made a push. Kept in. If they were like, here's Jeremy, here's Shade on Sharp, here's, um, you know, whoever else they could throw in there, um, whoever's exciting they want, like Nas Little, whatever. But here's the thing, too, on this isn't the same when AD got traded. AD was what, 26 when he got traded? He's 33. He's old, but he's aging gracefully. He I no, guess. it's not about that. I'm just saying, if this happened five years ago, every team would be in the right KD right. race. But right now, some teams are like, it does not really fit. It does not really fit our cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be teams out there like Detroit. It's like, what's the point if we get KD? We'll be yeah. gutted. Another team that would be interesting, and you can get like the most bang for your buck. But I, I just truly feel like one, KD doesn't want to go there. And two, this team will never do this. But KD to Boston for Jalen Brown and some picks. As simple as that. I would do that. You get yeah, exactly. But I don't think KD wants to play there. He I, I just flat out think he doesn't want to play for Boston. And Boston doesn't want him. But KD, in a sense, it's like going on him on a personal level. Like, I'm just kind of tired of it, man. Like, what else could you ask for for the Nets? They gave you all you fucking wanted, bro. Everything. They paid you, and you they weren't even going to play boy. the first year. They signed your Yeah, they, they signed all your homeboys, everyone that you wanted. They went all in for a trade for fucking James Harden, your boy, and... You you're involved in all the personnel decisions. You're the one who picked the head coach. I don't care what anyone says. You you approved the Steve Nash hiring. Like, what do else you think do you this want? is KD? The Nets failed KD, or kind of KD put his eggs in some baskets, and some guys let him down. Like, yeah. if you're KD, how do you not feel like Kyrie let you down? How do you not feel like James Harden let you down? And it will be foolish for him pick, to, though. Yeah, that's his pick. So, you, like, yeah, the Nets maybe have twenty percent of the blame, but I would say, not necessarily KD himself, but the kind of the bed you made by asking these guys to come here, it's what doomed the team. And yeah, there was some yeah. bad luck. Your big toes on the line. Right. Um, Harding gets hurt, but I mean, he was going to flop anyway. We already saw him <laughs> flop like his whole career. Yeah. And Kyrie was like, "Hey, I don't want to play." Um, they played Kyrie and have played 44 games together in three years, basically two, two years. You've played a, a 44 games. That's not cutting it last year. The you way know, you guys went out was embarrassing. And it's just, you've made your bed, bro. And I, I get like, if you request a trade, I, I, I understand you want out. I get it. But if you start acting like a diva, if you quit on the team, like James Harden, I will have a big problem with KD. If he goes about his business one, if he plays hard, you can see him really trying. And he, you know, I get, I understand. That's cool. Is am I not? Am I wrong? Am I crazy? There's a way you can request a trade, and I won't be mad at you. I get it. But if you start like tanking your way out of town, that's when I have a problem with it. Because that's Harden was in the same situation with Houston. They did everything for him, and he retreated them by not showing up, coming to camp out of shape and fat, and being a cancer when he was on the court. I'm just kind of over it, man. Like I'm kind of over the whole like all these players requesting trades and fucking it doesn't yeah, matter he's like three signed. years on his deal left what's like how can yeah. you like what leverage do you have bro yeah it's just it's 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 exhausting to me how can it really how can he not go to the team and quietly request a trade how has it become public so fast yeah like so either katie leaked it which i'm guessing he did to shams yeah, or sure woge or whatever you know, if you go about it quietly and say, hey, I want to trade. And they're like, okay, you know, if you do, if you handle your business, we'll honor your request. You know, I understand that. But just to make it a public thing, and I feel like that's a leverage against the Nets. Everyone knows Katie wants out. Yeah. It's just, it's sad to see how much power the NBA player has. I am all for player empowerment, but this is ridiculous when you're trying to... You know, and it's not, he hasn't done it yet, but Harden had D, three years on his deal left and he yeah. blew his way out of Houston, like middle yeah. fingers up to them. Yeah. Harden's the absolute, like, lowest of the lows. 
when it comes to stuff like this. And it's funny that uh, you say how many games Kyrie and KD played with each other. You know who has more games played with each other? Nash Every... and Kobe. <laughs> they have more games played than Are you kidding people. me? How many no. more? Like five more? Yeah. Like 10 more? 20? I think it's a good amount. That's crazy. I remember, that I remember was I heard a it terrible. I was, I was shocked. <laughs> I wonder how many games that whole like team played together with like Powell, Kobe, and White and Nash. That had to be like eight games together, or something ridiculous. I mean, I can't think of a duo that's played less together. No. And it, it's it's an epic meltdown of the Nets. Uh, we'll see where it goes. The the KD saga. This is the last. Kyrie and KD are the last domino of the sports world sports world having some interest right now um but i'm kind of over it i I really am like with with all these players fucking crying about to go different places and you know whining and crying their way out of situations it's crazy how you can sign a five-year contract and in year two you're demanding and you get to pick where you go yeah and it's never going to change till the gm says you know what i'd rather just torture you by having you stay here for four years like if i was houston i would have never traded james Harden. i would have said you know what you want to be a baby whatever i would remember when the eagles had to that last year and they were like we're gonna get, suspend you for t- like conduct detrimental to the team i would have done crap like that to harden and been like you know what you want to <laughs> act like this we're gonna keep you here for three years you're gonna be so unhappy and then teams yeah. and the players are gonna be scared to do it like damn look how he acted look what happened to him they right. didn't trade him because he didn't act right. Well, the whole gave, thing, Max. It's like a tantrum. It's like a baby. You throw a tantrum, you get rewarded. That's never going to change anything. What it is, Max, it's 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 all about this. It's all about the dollar signs. That's all it is. And these these players having this leverage as far as, like, okay, don't pay me. Still, I have I have fucking stocks in this and business in that and shoe deals with this and off brands with this and that like there's all kinds of stuff going on with these superstars it's not the end of the world for them to sit out these guys are not all about money players anymore they're like businesses and they're self-sustaining and only only the lower end ones really depend on their basketball income yeah exactly um final thoughts on this I would I would have a lot of respect for KD if he went back to OKC and he tried to win the championship. I know a lot of people are going to try to flip in another way and be like, oh, he's trying to be like LeBron and go back to Cleveland. And Why can't you just do your own path? I, fuck that shit, man. Go back to OKC. Everyone will forget about it when he wins. That's exactly. how it goes. LeBron was Fucking a villain in Miami. Up. They won. Yeah. He was loved. It, Exactly. Shut everyone up. Win a championship. I I think it will be a great story, and I I think OKC can put a package together, a real hefty package that the Nets will be satisfied with, and get it done. But at the end of the day, I think KD has an ego, and KD cares about what other people think, and he doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want to follow like LeBron. He wants to be different. He doesn't want to do it like LeBron, which is so stupid, man. Like, does Katie start the year on the Nets next year? No, absolutely not. I think he will. I think he gets traded. I think he will. I think he does. I'll be crazy, man. Does Kyrie start the year with the Nets? I don't think I have no clue. Couldn't even. Yes, he does. They just get stuck with Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, Ben Simmons. Let's go. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hopefully KD doesn't uh, get traded by the time this uh, pod comes out. All right. And we have to delete this whole conversation. You know what? Leave but, it um, in there. We'll just do another one, dog. <laughs> exactly. But um, we appreciate you guys listening to us, man. We're really grateful. Uh, we love all the feedback, all the support that we get. Um from everyone, man, even if you listen to podcasts for one second, 10 seconds or the whole thing, man. And if you guys made it this far, dude, come on. What are you doing? You might as well hit that subscribe button. If you guys are already subscribed, unsubscribe, resubscribe and like the video, man. You got to like the video. It really helps us out. It helps out with the algorithm. It helps out getting our podcast out there yeah. and a chance to be on 
the YouTube homepage and being recommended. Be on the uh, road for 500. We need help. Yeah. Yeah, we need help, man. Uh, go ahead, comment down below any thoughts, opinions that you guys have uh, about the free agency or the recent trades. Um, we greatly appreciate it. Audio listeners, shout out to you guys. Uh, five-star rate us. Uh, write a review on Apple iTunes if you guys listen to us on Apple. Uh, we greatly appreciate it, man. Max, any last words, my brother? You said it well. Happy free agency. Happy 5th of July. I'm out. We out. Peace.